Yo, what up? This is Tommy Guns from A to G. You know, I gotta hold it down again. My boy is out of town. My boy Frank is out of town doing the, uh, what do you call it? What is that thing in New York City? Oh, New York City, New York Fashion Week. So he's doing his thing out there, you know, making power moves. And I decided to stay back and hold it down for the uh, for the team. I know I'm a little a couple of days late, but because uh, I was actually busy myself doing, you know, uh, doing a couple of productions and stuff like that. That's, that's actually why I couldn't go to uh, to uh, New York Fashion Week with him. But um, I'm here and I'm alive. So shit, why not? Let's get right into it. Uh, you know, I, I guess I wanted to talk about a couple things. Uh, it, it all kind of surround the same, uh, the same subject matter or similar subject matter. Um, it was it was like those events that happened in real life, uh, and also just just about this this uh, this thing I want to talk about, which is War for the Planet of the Apes, and uh, it's a film. It's a third installment, and I believe it's going to be a trilogy. I believe it's a trilogy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's presented like a trilogy, so I'm just I'm just I'm just going to assume it's a trilogy. Um, only reason I'm just like I'm always skeptical about about calling it a trilogy because I've seen the original, and I believe the original was five was about five or six films. I believe it was five films. I'm not sure exactly. It was more of a, yeah, I think it was about it was about, it was about five or six. Uh, I'll leave it at that. I'm not sure the exact number, but um, I've seen all of them though. So, but I do. I definitely know it was more than three. So, uh, because it was a reboot or remake, uh, wasn't it's, it's a reboot? Not even a remake. It's a reboot. Uh, that I thought it was going to follow the, the same amount of films it took, but it may just be a trilogy. And it's enough of the story was was told for it to end. Um, and it doesn't follow the original like very much at all like it's there's a lot of similarities but it's not like it's like a completely different story it's even told from a different part of the timeline and um and there's and they it's like they conveniently left out key elements that would elicit it being five like uh uh five that takes like five arcs and um yeah, yeah, so 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 it could so this could be trilogy see and like those key elements being that like where it where on the timeline the 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 reboot started dramatically affected like how the entire uh story was told. Because it's being pretty much if you know the original, the original was was a big play on uh on time on time lapses and time travel. And that was a big element and this trilogy conveniently like left out that element which they could implement on the on future ones, uh, that double challenge right there, or they can just end it where where it ended because they started they started right at linear time, which is where like the first one started, where the first one started on the reboot, that was like the second. Is it, let me think here. Let me think. No, started, no, it was the third. It was a third installment of of the original. They started. That was the first installment on the reboot. Where, as far as like timeline wise, they started from like chronological. From, they started chron- chronologically from the beginning, uh, whereas the first one started in the future and went further into the future and then went back in time. So yeah, that's how it went. And then went back in time. And then it went like yeah, okay, that's how it, that's how it happened. Uh, 
So to get right back to it, uh, I'm doing. A, I'm going to do a review on, on Water Planet of the Apes, and I'm going to talk about a little bit of the. Uh, I also want to talk about a little bit of the of controversy that went that went along with it with a man by the name of D. Ray Ketson. But before I get to that, this spoiler will contain. Uh, I mean, sorry. This this uh, review will contain will contain some spoilers. So if you're like not big on spoilers, uh, I guess you can just kind of fast forward it and find a part where um, I can stop talking about it, which will probably be around the ten minute mark. I'm just guesstimating because I this is not this is unedited, unscripted, and um, I just kind of go with the flow. So uh, so with that being said, also too, I mean, you know, I don't really do like big spoilers like that. Like I don't, I'm not gonna go too much into like specifics about because of what I want to talk about this about this project. Uh, it's just over, it's just kind of overall opinions. Uh, so it actually may not complete uh, contain too many spoilers. Um, so with that being said. Oh yeah, with that being said, uh, let's get right into it, man. Um, oh, the funny thing is, if you if you follow me on Twitter, I did like give like play by play reviews of when I saw it. I actually saw the film maybe a few days ago. I just now decided to do a, a review. Uh, a review, and I saw I saw it actually. I think it was um, on its premiere day. It came out Thursday. That's July fourteenth. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw I saw the premiere. <laughs> I think it was like what probably the first or second screening of it, which is why I don't know why I didn't do a review then. But um. But yeah, no, I think I, I know why. It's because I want to talk about it right now. It's because that um, I was skeptical about my initial thoughts about it. Because my initial thoughts about it was I kind of gave it a 6 out of 10 or 6.2 out of 10. Um, and after slowly sleeping on it and uh, think, you know thinking about it over a few days, like uh, my opinion uh, dramatically had changed. And it's primarily because... The title War of the Planet of the Apes is not what you think. Yes, I was a victim of that. Me being a filmmaker, I still was a victim of that. And, um, you know, I'm not like a super movie buff and, and shit like that. And, uh, but the, the, the title is definitely misleading. Um, and also, even, even understanding if you've seen the first two, uh, of his predecessors, uh, you would think that, um, you would think that it was it it would kind of follow the same kind of pattern, but it was with War of the Planet of the Apes was more of a, a of a character study. It was more of a drama slash character study. It wasn't as War implied. It wasn't too much action, if not no action at all. Uh, there was only two major fight scenes: one at the beginning, one at the end. Um, but throughout, it just goes into a deep introspective of. Of uh, of Caesar and his and, and a personal uh, vengeance because pretty much what happens is uh, in this in this film uh, my boy's texting me about that shit right now I'm gonna ask him what was his thoughts on it uh, you know about I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get distracted and shit like that I put him up on fire bait we can get get back into it so yeah it it kind of goes it kind of follows Caesar like it, it follows up like this is a few years after you know uh after dawn where which was which was the the beginning of the war which was like the first battles and stuff like that it was it was first two films were awesome like those were like like that like that like for for a reboot and all that shit man those films were like nine and a half like damn near like damn near perfect mo- like damn near perfect movies uh 
And you know, you know, the big kudos for them being, uh, you know, even re- even reboots. I actually liked the original. Uh, I seen the re- I watched the original maybe like uh, a, a few years ago, like maybe like one or two years ago. The original five, it just came on like Turner Classic Movies or something like that. I was watching it. I was like, fuck, it was a marathon. I was like, let me just watch the thing and see how it is. And I actually enjoyed the originals. Um, it's, it's classics. It's, it, it, it's classics uh, storytelling. So, uh, but for the re- back to the reboots and. And just the high expectations, and, and uh, you know, cause I had so high, so much like, like so high expectations for like this third, uh, for the third installment, just being that the first two were so good, uh, and also the nature of how it was still, uh, how it was told. So I was going in into the theater expecting like it to be very like heart tugging and very like action and very like almost dark because it's, it's like a dark it's, it's gonna have because like, that's a dark ending like this is like a, the, the one of the darkest parts of the film which is when like the the apes uh really like take over you know saying uh you know saying planet earth and stuff like that and um so it's like one of the darkest parts like uh darkest parts of like the series so i so i expected like a dark like a, a very dark story but um but I did also have a, a high expectation of, of of action. So now, with that being said, um, I went there with, in there with an expectation uh, of action. I got out of it uh, a, a deep uh, melodic character study, uh, which I didn't really, you know, saying it kind of threw me off. So, with the caribou consideration uh, cause my, my uh, pretty much I'm, I'm gonna give you like kinda like my original like thoughts like cause like my points that I made the points that I made it wasn't that they were that I felt like they were wrong but it it didn't weigh as much it shouldn't have weighed as much as I thought it should have originally which when I gave it a, originally gave it a 6 and now I'm kinda changing it somewhere it's more like an 8 so, so I, I think it's a so I think it was um I think it was a uh, a solid. I think it was a solid eight. Uh, it was definitely was. I think it's definitely the worst of the three. But it was a solid eight. Here's why. Um, well, I kind of got. I kind of went over it a little bit, but just to go more into in, in, in more in depth, like the the good thing about it. Here's the thing. Like the 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 story mainly focuses on the apes and the apes' kind of personal journey. Into the promised land and stuff like that, like pretty much, it's it's a, it's a Moses story, but minus like, but imagine like the Moses story, but he didn't lead the apes to the promised land. He kind of went. Imagine if Moses went on his side, uh, on this on this side journey, a quest of vengeance, while the apes are are going to the promised land, and he had like because he has a personal vendetta because uh, a, f- a few of his uh, close of Seneca family members uh, passed away. Or were were killed by the main villain, and um, so the journey follows him in a small platoon of his of his closest allies. Uh, him f- going back, going back to seek vengeance on the leader of a of a war cult. Uh, oh, sorry, of a, of a of a military cult. I'm not even say it was war. It's not a war cult, but it's a military cult. Um, and it follows him going back. And trying to and trying to pretty much kill the uh, the the leader of this war cult who who killed a, a couple of his family members, and um, so that's pretty much what the movie. The movie opens up with like a, a great battle scene, and they're pretty much the humans are are poaching on on like on a 
on an eight base where C- looking for Caesar, trying to, you know, saying they don't even know if he's dead or alive, and they're trying to and they're trying to kill him. You know, they're trying to like pretty much wipe out the apes. Uh, so it was a, it was a, they, it was a huge a huge attack. Uh, they survive it. Caesar survives it. Uh, they capture a few humans, let them go uh, as a peace offering. And you know, so they still come back and they still like attack him uh, again. So now Caesar's like, no, fuck this. I want, I want vengeance now because you guys killed like some, some uh, killed some of my loved ones, some out for, some out for blood. So he goes, uh, he goes out and he he finds. Um, so the whole journey is just him fi- like following the platoon back to their base. Like there's a, a platoon of people of 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 a human military that he's kind of trailing. That he's kind of tailing to find this 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 uh, secret base that that he's heard about uh, through through interrogations and, and whatnot. Uh, so so uh, without going too much into into the uh, into the story, um, you know it, it and and the focus more on what I'm talking about uh, on, on more like my gripes with it was that how the story was told. Every like the CGI was 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 great. Like the in in theory, it all makes sense as far as like how the apes were talking. Uh, some of the apes, you know, some of the apes can't speak English. Some of the apes speak uh, in sign languages, and some apes speak very slow uh, or very kind of like choppy in dialogue. And some apes can speak pretty good English, but it, it just varies. And and if and it bothers more so more so on the side that the apes are uh, are mute and it or and they they can't speak, but they know sign language. Um, so it's a lot of that. So because the story is told primarily from the apes' perspective, uh, the dialogue to me was very slow. It, it was cause because it was a lot of, but it made it being what it is. It made perfect sense of why. But I felt like in, so in, in theory, it made it's 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 awesome. But in practicality, it's very boring and mundane. It's very like so like it, you know you go to you you're trying to go to a, a, a IMAX theater and just and forty percent to fifty like damn near forty percent of the dialogue. At least is in sign language, so it's it's subtitled. You know, it's like it's a lot of it's a lot of subtitling. It's a lot of sign language. It's a lot of slow ape talk English, and then there and that minus uh, minus the the action that you're used to singing, and does that from his predecessors? They were absolutely in. Also, too. The isolation of the cast, because like think zombie apocalypse. When you think about zombie apocalypses, when you really watch most zombie movies, it's usually like a, a big grand like opening scenes, of like either grand war or grand armies of or hordes of zombies, or they show like a, a grand like landscape of just like of a dystopian land, and it kind of creates this feeling, this sense of a vast. A vastness that like makes you feel like there's a lot more going on, and then they'll then they'll like the like by like the end of like the first half of the arc of the first act, it'll go into this super isolated uh, scenario of like you just following a few survivors and them just trying to survive a horde of, of zombies, and there's a lot of of isolated scenes. So imagine that, but 
but now imagine like Planet of the Apes, where like now they're it's in the it's in the the the, the mountains that are in the mountains that are in the Alps where like it's snowing. So so imagine seeing that vast. So if you, they open up with this big war, but they cut they cut. You know, saying like most zombie, most apocalyptic movies that cut to like I say scene, but when you look at the landscape and the dynamics of the stru- of, of the of the plane, it's a vast land of nothingness. So now you feel a, it makes the audience feel it made, it made me feel very isolated. Um, notice that like I'm like a lot of these words aren't like they're not bad, particularly bad things, but it, it fucks with your with your it fucks with your expectations. So it's. It, it the the film very it felt very lonely, it felt very lonely and very isolating, very cold, and with that and with that slow dialogue, it, it, it's it's kind of boring to watch in theater, like watching it at home on TV, like kicking it, perfect like perfect situation. It's not because because like the story was beautifully told, but it was you kind of you kind of when you go to theaters you, and then knowing that its legacy it's 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 creating that you kind of go in there with expectation of seeing a little bit a little bit more action a little bit more like it being more of a th- more of a thriller or you know what I'm saying or you know what I'm saying at the very least a thriller you know um, but it's not it's a it's a it's a it's a character study and. Um, so you're just following four four slow talking apes, four or five slow talking apes in a in a in a human that that can't speak, and it's like for and it's a two hour it's a two and a half hour film, and it's like the longest two and a half hours of like of your life because nothing really happens between like as far as like that'll wake you up from like the first from the first action sequence to like the last action sequence, nothing really spectacular happens, and you're just sitting there hoping like yo. Please let there be a fight scene. Like, is this going to pop off? Is this going to get real right here? No, it doesn't. Like, and it's just like long drawn out, uh, a long drawn out process, which is like, isn't that bad? Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was, I, I was, I was, I was bored. Like I, I was, I was kind of, it was, I had a couple of boring moments. I, I had a couple of moments where I was bored, but it wasn't, but it wasn't like bad though. So with that being said, I hope that you know what I'm saying, without trying to like go go through it, like I, I would say like this is a good film to watch. Um This is a good film to watch, like at home on Netflix kind of thing or on DVD. But as an overall trilogy, as an overall trilogy, this movie is like awesome. And the funny thing is that as a pacing of this film and and understanding like the original concept, like the original story, I kind of wish it would it would be a, a timeline job. I kind of wish that like if this film would have start, this would have been the first film, and then like those last two films would have would have been like I mean those those first and the first two films would have been the last two films. This would have been like uh an ep- I, I feel like the the overall story would have been like epic because it it would have graduated it, it would have graduated like oh my gosh like the the pacing of it as an overall film would have been picked that would have picked up but it ended so slow we if you like imagine watching these films like watching this film six hours straight just all the way through you would feel like oh like this shit is slowly slowly just dying like and it's just if you, when you look at it, it's like okay like if you look at it in three parts the third act was very slow but like it still had like great action scenes um in there where okay you can end it on this though I wasn't it wasn't like a, a, a terrible ending but it was it wasn't as strong as you would like it to be 
so with that being said, man, you know, so I give I I I do give uh, Planet Apes like eight out of ten because I, I, I think that like the 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 writing was was great. I just think that it wasn't very practical in theater. Uh, and I think that the title is misleading and stuff like that. Um, without going too much into like, there's other things about it that like I that I you know I can nitpick, but I it's I'm not really want to spend too much time talking about it. I just kind of want to move on. Um, now I'll just move on to the to the other stuff I want to talk about, man. It's uh it's about this cover on the cover. And the, and the character's called Bad Ape. Uh, there's this character called Bad Ape, and on the cover, Bad Ape is the is the ape in blue. He, or he's had and it's because you know if you look at the cover it's like pretty uh uh desaturated but there's this pop color of this very vibrant blue jacket ape and what happened if you're not sure like this just happened maybe a week ago uh it's got a guy a gentleman by the, by the name of d Ray mckesson uh who is a black pro-black activist uh, black Lives Matter, I'm sorry, uh, a Black Lives Matter activist. Uh, he's known for wearing uh, a blue vest. It's it's similar to what the ape was wearing on the film, and he pretty much made a a comment stating that stating that uh, oh the apes oh what do you say I'm gonna I'm gonna read it verbatim. So I'm gonna read it verbatim. Uh, so he pretty pretty much people were sending him um, tweets saying that yo like this 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 blue vested coat looks like the coat that you wear you wear blue vest all the time he has a, he has a picture of him with a black fist and he has like this blue blue vest on the cover there's an ape with a blue vest on there and he says or he makes a tweet saying uh, given the history of of rendering black people as apes I'm offended and appalled by the black by the the lack of consciousness in Hollywood hashtag Planet of the Apes pretty much saying that suggesting that whoever was behind Planet of the Apes were was taking a shot at D-Ray McKesson, uh calling him a monkey. And I thought that was that was very weird. Um because like what's but the funny thing about it, I'm gonna just tell you what the, the the spin on on it because if you actually seen the original, which is I seen the original, is that there in the original film, uh the apes wore blue a blue vest. And this is back in 1968. This is before this guy was born, and um, so they were the original. They were the originators of the the shiny blue vest. And this is before like, well, actually no, this is this is 68 or so 70. So like, you know, if you know like 70s, they they wore a lot of um of shiny um what's the what is that fabric called? It's like leather, but it's like that shiny leather. Just think awesome powers. Think think golden like things. Think like 007. Think like if you watched um. Like also power, like yeah, also power did a lot. This is just perfect, perfect example. That's a current film that had a '70s rendition. Uh, yeah, that 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 shiny material. But like they wore, they pretty much that the H wore that because it's super, it's super '70s though when you watch the film. Like even the hairstyles and shit. But like he wore it, and um, the guy suggested that they were making fun of him. They were calling him a monkey because he wore a similar blazer. I'm like, so you, well, of course, the guy of uh, one of the filmmakers uh, came out and said, hey, hey, you, hey, what do you say? He said, you're outraged because they're recreating the look of an original ape in 1968. You don't own wearing blue vests, man. Grow up. <laughs> and uh, that's what the guy said uh, in, in response to him. And uh, I just thought that was just a weird reason. reason why I think this is, this is just, it, it was 
a terrible play. A terrible play because why in the why the fuck? Like just just think about it, like because D Ray like the D Ray guy he's he's nowhere near that important to be. I'm going to like take a two hundred and whatever the fuck budget whatever the fuck like what was the budget on War for Planet of the Apes? Like if you know the budget of this shit. Like I'm looking at the I'm typing budget real quick. Like what the fuck was the budget? Oh shit. My bad. The budget was, was the budget this is a hundred and fifty million dollar film. If you're gonna take a hundred and fifty dollar film, budgeted film, and what I'm gonna do is take a shot at some random Black Lives Matter activist on the cover to be funny is ridiculous. Like that's a, that's a that's a a huge reach. Not even saying that it's impossible for it to happen, but that is a huge reach. And then, and then also too the fact that he, that he that he done you, you can tell he done no research on the story or doesn't even understand the concept because like even if that was the case, if you understand the story of Planet Apes and how the apes were an up was an uprising story, which actually is a manifest like you can almost look at it as a manifest destiny of this black struggle he's fighting of the humans the, the, these white humans are oppressing were oppressing and manipulating the apes and the apes revolted rose and became superior became the apex predator of and, and, and rose against the humans the white humans like that narrative still is almost pays homage to the fight he's fighting so then even if they were like even if so even if you were to think that and then not even at the very least to be smart to spin it like you're trying to diss me say hey you're trying to diss me but like I admire like almost spinning the way to say that that story is is a a foreshadow of what is to come from this black of this black of this black movement of this of this BLM of this BLM movement but he didn't and it's like so that knows you. That to me is you know very little or nothing about the Planet of the Apes franchise. You didn't do a lick of research to find out why that ape was there because like it's the fact that he still got the fact to me the the ape always stuck out to me because I seen the cover. It always stuck out to me because I, I knew that that um that that ape was a main character because when you look at it, the, the every character was washed out. And the four, there's four apes that are in front. Those are four uh the the lead and the four supporting actors, and then. And then the blue a like was a, was a huge plot device. So like it was just uh, uh, signifying that 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 eight was important. And um so like but the the fact that that you went there and you reached and then like and then other um race baiters and black activists and shit like that like uh, piggybacked off and then reinforcing this idea that 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 uh that Hollywood was making fun of them and it's like all it does is make you look fucking stupid. Like it. It may it, it, all it does, all it does is just heighten your parent like the the idea that the the paranoia that people sense that people already believe that Black Lives Matter have, and and then your credibility because you were reaching for the stars and also too it it, it it just it set your entire message like so far back and also too like. 
it questions your credibility and how much research and how how credible your your sources are because you don't even do proper research on on shit. All you had to do was just look the shit up. Or just say like, okay, why? Like the first here's here's a here's a perfect lesson on why. Like when someone does something so kind of extreme, something so weird or something. That's what I want to leave with you. Cause I, cause like this is what to me separates like like intelligent people from not so intelligent people because like I feel like I'm gonna go on a little side on a dive chop a little bit and, and then I'll digress. But on side, when you gotta understand like the more intelligent you probably are is the more intelligent you actually think you're not. And what I mean by that is that intelligent people know that know how much they don't know. And that that thirst for in this in this in this paradox of not knowing fuels their hunger for learning more, and they and they by proxy will learn more than the average human or the average person. And um, so you, so the, so the person so like as much as we think a a Bill uh, Bill Nye feels like it's a Bill, yeah, Bill Nye or uh, or the uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson how ingenious do you think they are. If you ask them, they'll tell you how much they don't know. They'll probably be like, "There's so much. There's just so much shit I don't know. There's so much shit. I, there's so many things. There's so many questions about the universe that I still haven't asked." And that's what what fuels their uh, their intelligence. So, with that being said, the the first thing I I mean, this is for me. The first thing I always do is when I see something that's that's so kind of extreme, like this is so odd, like this is. That's a that's a reason. The first thing I would do is I would ask a question. I'll start asking questions before I start making accusations. I'm saying, well, the first question should be asked. It should be asked is, well, why would they do that? Not that they did it, because his whole his whole intent was like he just accused them of doing it. He didn't ask the question of why, because if you don't, because like the whole thing, like he doesn't even if you don't have a motive, then then. And then the amount, because the question is such a recent amount of plausible deniability, which it was, like, which there was, and there was a, a justifiable reason why it was, which is just a coincidence, is that, like, the amount of plausible deniability would, wouldn't even allow you to make such a reach like that. Is that, like, you didn't say, like, okay, even if you pose your, even if you were to pose this, like, let it be a loaded question, at least, at the very least, to be a loaded question, like, still have. It would have been a certain level of guilt, but at least you could say I asked a question of, well, why would you make this vest knowing that I did, that ex, that I wear a blue vest like this? Were you trying to make take a shot at me, or could this just be a, a misunderstanding? So you're leaving the plausible deniability. It's very passive aggressive at the very least. But you're leaving the plausible deniability that we can kind of backpedal out of it if if it's not if it if it turns out to be uh you know say a red herring or whatever the fuck you call that shit uh uh you know. And um, and it's just sad to see that like that that people will make these these ignorant assumptions and and boldly say it and then like thinking that oh if I just delete my tweet it goes away we can all sweep it all under the rug uh, and it, it, it's just it's it's quite interesting to see uh to see that play out man but uh, I mean I, I mean that's pretty much it man I ain't gonna kill too much too much of your time cause I, I just wanna I just wanna you know try to try to stick to my uh, to my commitment as far as like you know giving you guys something at least once a week so you know what I'm saying last year if you guys seen the film like let me know what you let me know your thoughts man um, 
Uh, tweet me at you know, say Ave the Gent A V E number two G E N T. Follow me on on Twitter, uh, my personal Twitter or or any any social platform. Uh, Tommy Guns DMV T O M I G U N Z DMV. Uh, man, yo, yeah, let me know your thoughts. What you think of this film? Like, I was I had, I had mixed feelings about it, and I think I I could sell it about an eight, you know. Um, and that's that's all, man. Uh, this is uh, Tommy Guns and it's A to G. Dude. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>